Rock and Roll Grad School with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. They're all out of love. They're so lost without you. Hello, kitties. We're going to have a good time together because there is a big lizard on our lawn. What are we going to do about that? I don't know. We're going to find a punk rock girl, mm. get in our Camaro. Obviously. And, right. And um, so we are talking with uh, Joe Jack Talcum from the one and only Dead Milkman, Philadelphia yes. Zone. Indeed. And it was a fun conversation. He's coming back home this week, right? He is, they are playing on Saturday at the lovely Ardmore Music Hall, where I Perfect. will be tomorrow. Very excited by that. Nice. By the time you'll hear this, I was there last night. Wow. I know. I'm busy, both back and forth. This is very, like, I don't know. I feel very, like, back to the future right now. Whiplash. No, it, it's, I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, but something else I wanted to, well, I guess let's talk about the Hall of Fame. Because okay. the fact that there's a Daft Punk helmet hidden in the new Pokemon can wait. Oh, yes. You can go buy in Pokemon either helmet. Ooh, that's yes. exciting. Either Guy or Tomas's uh, helmet. That's pretty cool. Nice, yes. So what did you make of this year's induction? Because I finally got around to watching it. I thought it was probably the best one I've seen. For you, what was that th- the thing that did it? Um, I felt it moved like for as long as it is. I felt the people, who, the inductors were all very genuine with what they were saying. I felt the sound. I know that Duran Duran had had like issues, but they obviously cut that for the broadcast. You can't tell. Yeah. But I thought everybody's sound was really good. Um, I thought it was a interestingly diverse group of folks. Mm hmm. Um, I thought some of the like historical ones were really fascinating people that mm. certainly deserved the accolades that often get just brushed over. I was shocked Elizabeth Cotton wasn't already in. I was too, but she's so amazing and people don't talk about her enough. That, right. Um, so that's what I liked about it. Yeah. It, it, when you... Because I hadn't started it yet, and I was mocking the fact that I was most excited for Neil Giraldo getting. Oh, of course. Because I had heard, apparently, the rumor is that she, that Pat Benedetto said, I'm only going to be there. I will only do anything if you include Neil in this. Oh, of course. Which sounded like such a, even the way when she tours now, it's billed as Pat. And no one is going there to see Neil Giraldo. Let's just be honest about that. But when they show their relationship in the little packet they and, got together and told their story yeah and it's like oh that makes all the sense in the world right it did I and agree. he had a great speech i agree i think you could argue better than patricia's yes agreed i was pleasantly surprised yes the right. other one i really liked that i don't know why i was surprised or uh, again i would have thought they would have been brought in much much earlier but jimmy jam and terry lewis the best yeah the best that speech was amazing both of theirs uh, was amazing and janet was so adorable even though her hair made my head hurt but yeah well. <laughs> she was just adorable and just even when she's like and i'm their favorite which is such mm-hmm. a silly throwaway thing but you know she is and right. it just i don't know it was awesome they, well, they were my to- 
favorite. They helped sure. her create Rhythm Nation. Exactly. So, yeah, oh. I was, I went into it being like, I'm not really thrilled about any of these. I'd like to see your Rhythmics play again. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Duran Duran, sure, whatever. Uh, any of the other folks, like, okay, this will be great, whatever. Yeah. All of it was really good. It, it was, was really, really good. enjoyable. And, and we all it, know how much I love Jimmy Iovine, so. Right, which is weird, with... but oh um, even the the lawyer. Oh, I loved had, the lawyer. He was great. Like and big, I loved... loud New York lawyer getting misty. Right. And, and what I was the whole thing about the spare ribs? And... Yes, the spare ribs was the best. <laughs> the best. And the Gerardo reference to close Jimmy's was just perfection <laughs> chef's kiss yeah yes very very good yes but yeah the the lawyer was cool like it was all cool i mean obviously lots of detroit love sure uh, judas priest killed it mm, breaking the law yes right um and just it's always so fascinating whenever you go down any historical path with them just that people just really didn't they just didn't get it they like how people were so clueless about the band in general or yeah and about rob i love the fact that he just began his speech by saying i'm the gay guy in the band like yep yep perfect here i am it was awesome and you know like eminem obviously i've seen him perform a thousand times but you just you can't like the just the amount of words that can come out of his mouth just it's unreal and like I thought it was awesome when Steven came out with them and Ed Sheeran came out with them. It was just fun. I've said many times how much I love LL Cool J. Right. But he LL, had the greatest night. He is the <laughs> ultimate fan. Like mm-hmm. he is as excited as I am anytime I see anybody play. And he loves literally every single one of them. He was yeah. rocking out full force to every song no matter who it was yeah, and I it, just love that I was kind of it got into like a are they going to cut back to LL during the priest or the Carly Simon tribute and, and like they did yes they are and because here he, is. <laughs> he knew every word like he, we say this all the time about certain people but he would a thousand percent be our friend he just was having the best night ever yeah and he always does every mm-hmm. year every year guys are you still in the midst of recording the new record well we are how is that going we've half of it recorded it's been recorded mm-hmm. now we're working on the other half we're rehearsing the songs honing them tweaking them we're going to record in october and we have a weekend uh weekend booked in early october so if that goes well, it will be done. <laughs> nice. At least our part of it, then it'll, it'll have to get mixed and all that stuff. Right. Are you happy with what you've got so far? Does it feel like kind of... I are, you try- are you guys trying to expand the Dead Milkman universe, or are you kind of sticking to what, what people well, love yes. about you guys, your your skill, your you know select special set of skills? I think it's a very Dead Milkman. It'll be... a an album that are 
the people who know us and like us from the very first album on should like. <laughs> should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Anybody can like what they want. So, but but I guess if they don't like it, it's on them then. Yeah, it's just something wrong yeah. with them. Yeah. I think we're giving the people what they should want. <laughs> That's, and there's your title right there. <laughs> what you should want. Give, 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 give the people what they should what want. What they should want. How you should like it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like this album, you can't call yourself a fan. Yeah. Yes. There's mine and sand. <laughs> And I know you guys have been playing some shows. Yeah. You, you got stuff lined up or are you kind of waiting until oh, we have two shows lined up. Oh, okay. um, they've already been announced. I don't know when this is going to air or whatever, but uh, October 22nd. Oh, my okay. birthday. Oh, there we He's go. Playing on your birthday in Baltimore. Not nice. Baltimore. I keep saying Baltimore. Al Towson. Oh, it's yeah. It's the nice. college towns. Um, and then November 12th in Ardmore, which is oh. a suburb of Philadelphia. Yes, at the Music Hall or someplace yeah. else? At, at the Music Hall. Very nice. It's a lovely venue. It is. Uh, my children speak highly of the nachos, so. Well, what more do you need? Yeah, it really, it's a really Acoustics, you know, <laughs> great uh, shows, but it. nachos. Are they good? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so nice. I, I mean, there's there's good food all within walking distance of certainly. Ardmore is a good restaurant town. Yeah. So, how has the relationship between the band kind of grown over this? Like, you've been together for so long. Do you guys just know each other so well? It's got to be familial at this point that. Yeah, I think we know how to annoy each other. <laughs> Just Perfect. For... <laughs> Just for the fun of it. <laughs> it's like family. Even with our, even with Dan, Dan's just fit in. So he he just fit in like family too. So and I know he, now he had played with you in another project, correct? And you brought him over. Is that right? I recommended him. Uh, the low budgets. Mm, that's played right. Yes. That band. As a bass player, so he, he already proved his worth as a bassist <laughs> in that band. And that's not a band that I started. I was asked to join that band by Chris, the Chris who, who was the guitar player, mm -hmm. the main uh, creative talent behind the project. And by the way, we are having a reunion show, the Low Budgets, on October 14th in, in Philadelphia. Nice. So it's all coming together now. Yes. Yeah, it's coming full circle. Who knows? <laughs> Amazing how that happens. <laughs> Universal survive. We'll see the end of the fourteenth. We'll find out. <laughs> you got to make it to my birthday. <laughs> True, yeah. I mean, come on, it's just, just eight more days. There in Towson. <laughs> oh, I wish. I'm in Detroit. You got to come to Detroit. Oh, that's too far away. Okay. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i'm just i'm fascinated by these bands that have been together for so long and are able to keep going and sort of like that you know it's it's a marriage times what three other people two other people you know like there's a 
there's a lot writing on that and they always say like you're not supposed to make biz mix business with pleasure but bands are nothing than formed out of friendships and relationships but and start with pleasure and yeah being a business yeah and yeah how do you how do you keep that balance though i think we only really see each other twice a week See. No, it's marriages. Like, any kind of marriage would be better that way. Yeah. <laughs> Married, you probably see each other every night or yeah. every day. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think I could. We we lived in the same house practically for a year or so in 85, 86. And then after that, we lived real like in the same neighborhood, almost neighbors. So we've just drifted apart, I think, naturally. Mm -hmm. as we've developed our own relationships our own families and stuff i love like the we neighbors being whole, like oh, sorry. we took a whole 12 years i think off from each other and i didn't think we were going to get back together as a band then mm -hmm. so this is all just icing what was it that brought you back together from a festival in austin they were they were willing to pay us like 20 grand and expenses for one set of songs <laughs> for an hour and nice. uh and and the fact that 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 festival was being organized by somebody who sang backups as a child on the metaphysical graffiti album so I think that was actually the the, the, the clinch. Yeah, you the can't say no to that. <laughs> when that was <laughs> when that fact came to light, because in truth, we said we all individually declined that uh, offer, and then um, our produce the producer who who did the metaphysical and the Yelzabala and the Buckfellini albums. Uh, called us up, called Dean up and said, do you know who Graham is? <laughs> Graham sang on your metaphysical album. He really wants you to get back together for this. And we said, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't say no to Graham. You can't say no to Graham. No. <laughs> and Tony Grand. Mm, right. <laughs> doesn't hurt. Yeah, I think they, they, they added the, well, we'll fly you out for free. See that, we'll fly you out and we'll give you a hotel room or a few hotel rooms. And so it's interesting. It. And then it was so fun to do it. We got, we, we had done um, two shows with Dan Stevens in 2004, November, mm -hmm. uh, at the behest of Dave's youngest brother mm -hmm. for a memorial and a um, benefit show. It benefited mental health and awareness because um, Dave uh, took his own life right. earlier in, in March of 2004. So we didn't, we couldn't say no to that. And we got Dan to play bass with us because the low budgets were a current band then. And so he was already a known entity for the dead milkman. So we asked him again, will you do, will, 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 will you do a repeat? And in Austin, Texas for the fun, fun, fun fest. And he said, yeah, on the way, 
on the flight back, Rodney wanted to know if we wanted to consider playing more shows and keeping uh, keeping the band together. Um, and we all agreed that we would um, under the condition that we were really Rodney wanted to write new material. He had ideas for new stuff. We'll get back together. We'll be an active band again, but it won't be a full time thing for us. We're not going to all quit our own individual things just to do this. That's probably a healthy decision that he made. Yeah. And also that we only do things if we thought they were fun for us. If it got to be a drag, any one of us could pull the plug on it and say, no, we don't want to do that. Nice. It's interesting. The the part of the requirement was making new music, because I was going to say you see so many bands that have gotten back together and just tour the greatest hits into the ground and are either don't want to or are terrified to add anything to that canon and have people not like it or what have you. Yeah, and that's what I like about the Pixies reunion because they got back together and started and immediately released a single and then they started coming out with albums and it, but so has it been fun since then i mean it seems like you guys have found a good yeah. for lack of a better term work-life balance yes it's been fun i still do my own thing and then nothing can do do something to it, it really has been a good good time it's hard to balance the two different you know your own versus the milkmen is that i always am fascinated by that when people are doing their solo stuff and their own passion projects and building their own solo careers well i started playing after i started playing solo in 2004 <laughs> and there was i wasn't thinking there would be a milkman so i wasn't upset with requests for dead milkman songs if i could if i could figure out how to do them solo i would sure but then after the milkman got back together, I almost regretted doing that and not, not just keeping it just my own stuff that were never dead milkman songs. Yeah. Now I'm I feel like a split personality right. when I play shows. <laughs> you know, I have to feel the audience out. Do they want this or that? And I also I don't I don't think all the dead milkmen are that comfortable with me playing certain songs <laughs> without them. Mm. So, which ones? Which ones are they? The ones. <laughs> Come on, we have to. The ones that Rodney sings in their big hits for that for him that way mm -hmm. to keep those, not not do those songs. I I did start doing some of them. They caused a little. Well, I don't want to make waves. Right. Yeah. I don't want people to think that I wrote those songs either, which I think is the, maybe a misunderstanding. If I. Right. If I play the song by myself, it's not necessarily my song. I'm doing cover songs all the time. Sure. And a lot of the songs I even sing in the Dead Milkman, I didn't write the words to or even the music to. Right. Because we have such a weird collab. We have a varied, random collaboration. That there are songs that Dean wrote music for and Rodney wrote words for, but said, I want you to sing this, Joe, because I like, I think, this is going to have a certain melody to us that I'm not going to tackle. Yeah. And people don't know that, but now I, I mean, pe not the general, a lot of my friends. Right. 
But the fans know it, and the folks who are yeah coming to and see the you fact and... that we we credit all of our songs just to the Dead Milkman, just sort of stay mysterious and for sure. The way REM used to do it because that's always what breaks up the band when you start when splitting up the it. money. Yes, yeah. so we keep the money even. Percent, and then you can't get neither an ego nor a profit incentive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't get why anybody doesn't do that. It just baffles me. Like every band knows this, the like storied tales of the demise of bands like that. So why anyone would try to nitpick over who gets what? Mm-hmm. Just a bad, bad move from the yeah. get. <laughs> When you guys got back together and started playing again in 2004, was it from that first rehearsal, like, oh, this feels right, this feels like us? Or did it take you a little bit to kind of find that? It took me a while to find my ground again. Mm -hmm. And in the low budget, I was playing organ and not guitar, so I wasn't a daily guitar player. Oh, yeah. And Was it just that stepping out to (laughs) sing this stuff was was kind of like the... Like, what? Yeah. I could listen to the record over and over and figure, well, how was I... How was I courting this? How was I figuring? How was I playing this song? <laughs> Why is my memory failing me? And, oh well, if I, I probably came up with new or maybe even more efficient ways of courting things, but of of playing the chords. But mm. <laughs> I got. It took a while. I think I think I know more now than I did because now I'm. But those first. <laughs> the fun, fun, fun show. And then the, some of the shows that we did after that in 2009, if there are recordings of them, I can hear, wow. Yeah, I was a little rusty. <laughs> and is this a relationship and a band that needs to sort of, I would assume after this many years that you guys don't need a lot of practice to fall right back into, well, we know this. Oh, we no, we need this. practice. Oh, yeah. My memory's getting worse and worse. <laughs> That makes me feel better to know that I'm not the only one. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, um, now, I mean, I, I did a solo show last Friday and I was in the middle of Punk Rock Girl, which I should know like the back of my hand. And here I am in, in a verse that I'm, I lost my place. I'm singing the same verse that I sang. <laughs> How do I get out of this mess? Right. <laughs> That's another, God damn it, I wish the band was here. <laughs> I got the slack. So you guys don't go for the Springsteen teleprompters uh, that route, the Aerosmith? Just, yeah. We don't, maybe if we could afford them. I just recently found out that Mick Jagger uses a teleprompter and I'm like, well, aha. Well, I've so seen it. that's how they do it when they're yeah. old and seen. <laughs> right. You just but, have yet nobody gives them crap, but poor Vince Neal. Everyone slaughtered but, him this summer for that. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it was either Mick Jagger or Steven Tyler. They actually put in the teleprompter, like, here's Keith or here's Joe. Like, right. you would not remember the it's guy like who's stage been stage direction. Yeah, who's been standing next to you for oh, 40 wow. some years. So. Well, they changed memories recently, I think. Uh, that's true. I mean, <laughs> We should be able to look back and at least name three out of the four guys on the stage, you would hope. Does it now say, like, not Joe Perry? (laughs) (laughs) So have you been shaking up what you've been playing live, or do you guys kind of have your... You have your list of stuff you got to play for people to 
have a great time. But is you there know, stuff Rodney like deals with that. Mm -hmm. We always try to put something different in every set. But if we have two shows in a row, it might be identical. But don't don't go following us like the Grateful Dead, for goodness sakes. Right. <laughs> no, heaven forbid they see behind the curtain. I don't yeah. think that happens. But <laughs> we almost always try to do a different cover song. So <laughs> what have you been doing or recently? Different. Huh? What have you been playing? Oh, no, recently? That's what's oh. a surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. All right. Well, when do you have a? Uh, well, one of the things I love too. I've been watching your. Uh, I guess it's Facebook Live. These conversations between the four of you. It's called Big Questions with the Dead Milkman. We post it on uh, YouTube every Saturday morning at six a.m. ish. It's nice. it's it's a lot of fun. You get to see the interaction between the four of you and see that rapport. And it's a side of you guys that I feel like you you don't see from most bands. Do you guys actually enjoy that, or is this just a slog? I don't like, enjoy it too much. Yeah. No. There's another, another 20 minutes yeah. i got to spend on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to think of answers, and then... <laughs> I, it's okay fun. I, I usually do the editing and post-production on it myself. Mm. So. And you... that can take, believe it or not, six hours out of the day. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, Luke has to do <laughs> <editing>. <laughs> if there's not that much editing in the actual raw footage. Yeah. We put, we like, everybody after, after we do, after we do an episode, we usually do them on Thursday nights, then I get emails from the other three that have pictures that they, images that they want to have inserted. Uh -huh. But they don't say where exactly. <laughs> I have to <laughs> like, review yes. the entire thing. Oh. And think, what's... Where does this where do this make sense? It's like a puzzle that I figure out. Uh, <laughs> and you don't have that picture to kind of see what it's supposed to look like. Right. Of course. Yeah. And then I review it and then render it and then make sure there aren't any mistakes or dropouts. It's a mess. I yeah. understand you. I would rather just not do that. But people say they like it so much and Rodney wants to keep Keep it going, so we'll keep it going, probably. Yeah, we were only supposed to do it while we were while we're working on the new album. So we'll see when when we're done what will happen. Do you have a release plan yet? I know you're not even finished early, recording or mixing. Early next year. All right. I so that's if if everything goes well. Do you have a title yet, or you're not telling anyone? Um, I think the working title is "Punk's Not Dead, But Limbell Is." <laughs> Or Rush Lindell is. I don't even yeah. know if people remember who that guy is. Oh, they oh. don't remember. Like, that was Rodney's working title from wait, we started this in 2020. And then Rush died and he saw that graffiti and it felt like Philly is on a wall somewhere and mm -hmm. wanted to make the album. Right? <laughs> I like it. It fits. It, it fits with your your yeah. overall oeuvre. So. Yeah. I think it totally works. Hey, Jack, what's happening? I don't know. Well, uh, rumor around town says you might be thinking about going down to the shore. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go down to the shore. What are you going to do down there? Uh, I don't know. If you're in the Philadelphia area this weekend, Sunday, December 4th, the Dead Milkmen are playing the Ardmore Music Hall. For more information on what Jack is up to, check out his website, jacktalcom.com. 
or to follow the Dead Milkman and see when that new record's coming out, check out their website, deadmilkman.com. You can check us out on all the various socials. Be sure to visit our website at rockandrollgradschool.com and don't forget to leave us a review. Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant producers are John Sauvé and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thank you, good night, and may all your favorite bands stay together. Number two times, girl, cause I got eight. Number two times, baby, once for tomorrow, once cause I got eight. Pretty good Jim Morrison in prison there. I hope those guys have a good sense of humor and don't take us into court. Uh, what's the court?